All right, welcome to the IHEMP Hour. My name is Dave Craybill. I'm with IHEMP Michigan. IHEMP Michigan's mission is to educate, inform, and promote the research, development, and cultivation of industrial hemp here in Michigan. And it, you know, generally it begins with the farmer, but we always like to begin with our buddy at the 420 Post, Mike Brennan. What's going on, Mike? Definitely not a farmer. Uh, I'm just a city boy that runs a little operation for the above 0.3 uh, THC level folks. Uh, anyway, so one of the, speaking of which, we had I have a show on Wednesdays called 420 Post, and we had Andrew Brisbo, the uh, the director of the Michigan Marijuana Regulatory Agency, on yesterday, and they, <clears throat> he was using our show to they actually announced it on Monday, but he went into more in depth on the 2021 sales for adult use in medical marijuana. Pretty nice numbers, about 1.8 billion dollars. That was for 2021. And somewhere in the ballpark of $250 million in taxes that goes to various taxing authorities. Uh, of course, most of the, the money was in the adult use stuff because medical is beginning to fade a little bit. A lot of people are getting out of medical. They're going more into adult uses. Uh, and that market is sort of evolving. But yeah, and then he also predicted that he thought this year it would be somewhere in the ballpark of $2.8 billion, give or take, for both, both uh, adult use and medical. And uh, again, that 16% of uh, every dollar spent, at least in adult use, goes to some taxing authority, whether it's municipal authority, the state sales tax, sales tax goes into the general fund. So, hey, the state's $250 million ahead of where it was a year ago. So that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, also a couple other things. Uh, there's a story that caught my eye was uh, there's a group. Uh, get this thing to work right here that uh, is doing a program where they're putting uh, uh, cannabis on milk cartons. No, it's not lost cannabis or anything like that, mm -hmm. but it's called the Lamonte Family Farms. And they're releasing these various strains of, of cannabis. And then from each sale, $1 goes to the Freedom Grow, a nonprofit that uh, works to help folks that have been incarcerated, which is now a legal industry, but before it wasn't, to help them to kind of either get out of jail or readjust after they get out of jail or things along that nature. I've seen a lot of kids on milk cartons for, you know, being lost and whatnot, but this is certainly a, a different kind of angle. And we're going to have them on my 420 post show next week because it really, I thought there was a really a great idea. And as these guys know, we also have a nonprofit called the Hero Fund, Hero Project, and that supports veteran service organizations through the sale. We work with cannabis wholesalers and retailers and we can work with hemp people for that matter. And where a portion of the revenue then goes to our 501c3. And then uh, after we get a big pool of money together in the spring, we'll put out uh, uh, bids for uh, or requests for proposals actually, where the various VSOs can then uh, say, I need this money for this project, blah, blah, blah. And then hopefully we'll have the money to be able to fund them. And uh, again, it's a nonprofit that we do uh, I'm the president of the board, get stuck with a lot of things when you invent these things, right? You know, mm -hmm. so 
but it's been a labor of love for the last year. It took a lot of work to get our nonprofit set up. And now we're going to have some announcements to make here shortly. We've been negotiating with a bunch of companies and uh, hopefully that will all come through and then we'll start generating some big bucks. We did get a $3,000 anonymous donation at 7 p.m. on December 31st. Somebody wanted that tax write-off. Um, <clears throat> all we know is that person was John. Thank you, John, for giving us that $3,000. Hey, it's a start, right? We'll take it. So that's it pretty much for me. Those are the, This is the big week for the sales numbers coming out. And if you want to see that show, uh, we have it on uh, on demand. You can see it at mimarijuanareport.com. I'm the editor of that. And so you can watch the whole show. And you, Andrew talked about a lot of different things. And, uh, and like I say, when I posted that on Facebook, it was, everybody was watching that because they wanted to hear what the boss had to say, right? So good thing. All right. So uh, back to you, Dave. All right. Thanks, Mike. So we're going to see Blaine's picture on a milk carton soon. Is yeah, that what you're saying? I'm thinking the, the lost child. Uh, <laughs> I'm lost. Mine. I'm lost quite often. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so if anybody right. finds me, just let me know where I'm at. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Hey, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks, Mike, for that update. I'm definitely going to go. I wasn't able to watch the show yesterday, but I'm going to go watch that. I, I want to hear what they've got to say there. So we're doing that. Uh, we got a great show today, but before we get into that, I'm going to give a little bit of news that we got going on. Uh, let's see. So the first thing I want to talk about is uh, there's a show. Oh, where's it at here? There we go. Uh, let's see. So Hemp Today, Growing and Marketing Industrial Hemp is brought to you by the Center for Agra in Agri Learning and the Illinois Hemp Growers Association. This is going to be on February 12th, 2022, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the McHenry County College Conference Center. It's $35, boxed lunches included, and you can register online. Uh, that's on Rachel Berry's site, and I'm sure we'll have more, but they got the speakers there, a lot of great speakers, some breakout sessions. Uh, so that's going to be again uh, February 12th. 2022 at the McHenry County College Conference Center. So, another you know, something interesting about McHenry, Illinois, is I went to a one-room schoolhouse for kindergarten in McHenry, Illinois. No way. It was a couple years ago. Oh. <laughs> Did you have to retake the class day? Was why you went there? Or just yeah, yeah. It was a oh. uh, nap time and cookies. I was working on that. That's important to get that part down. So I'm not even going to go there. You must have failed that during your first That's second. Okay. Uh, so we got that going on, and uh, and here's something that came up pretty interesting this week. If you haven't heard about it, we're going to try to get a little more information on this uh, this topic. Uh, maybe the last show in January here, but Oregon State research shows hemp compounds prevent coronavirus from entering human cells. Uh, from Corvallis, Oregon, hemp compound identified by Oregon State University Research via a chemical screening technique invented at the OSU shows the ability to prevent the virus that causes the COVID-19 from entering human cells. Uh, Cannabis juice. Well, that may be part of it, but uh, so basically what they're talking about is hemp known scientifically as cannabis sativa as a source of fiber, food, and animal feed. And multiple hemp extracts and compounds are added to cosmetics, body lotions, dietary supplements, and food. 
uh, Van Buren, Van Buren, almost close to your name, Mike, but not quite, uh, and collaborators, including scientists at Oregon Health and Science University, found that a pair of cannabinoid acids bind to the SARS-CoV-2 COVID spike protein, blocking a critical step in the process the virus uses to infect people. The compounds are cannabinogoric acid, or CBGA, and the cannabinogoric acid, CBDA, and the spike protein is the same drug targeted used at COVID-19 vaccines and antibody therapy. A drug target uh, is any mo molecule critical to the process that disease follows, meaning it is disruption that can thwart infection or disease progression. So we'll certainly have more to talk about that. Uh, yeah, we need to get Annie. It's Annie Rouse that gave me some of this and told me about this months ago. Um, and it's the CBDA and the CBGA. She's doing it in little capsules. We're going to have to talk to Annie about this, too. Well, maybe we should get her on. Maybe she could be a good one on that. So yeah. we've got to get that on maybe at the end of the month for the 27th. We'll try that. So okay. uh, next week, we got Scott Colville coming on. But this week. This week. This week. This week. We're really talking fiber. Talk about some fiber and uh, some really great things that are happening here in the state of Michigan. So, Dave, I'll turn it back over to you. How's that? 